Hey everyone, after a long, long hiatus, we are back with episode 52.5, or episode 53, of Behind the Edge Podcast. I'm your host Kai, along with my co-host Jake, and the ghost of Vextos, uh, along with our very lovely special guest, the one and only Mercon. Hey, hi, hey guys. The god this- of knife swap. Does this mean that I'm the ghost of Vex since I'm here and he's not, or... Uh, you have possessed I mean, his body it, yeah. temporarily. Uh, that's probably a horrible place to be. It really is. <laughs> um, anyways, yes, you guys know him. You guys love him for his uh, wonderful, warm, warm takes. He's a great friend of the podcast, and uh, he's our first guest. Our and hopefully, soul supporter. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to hopefully be our first guest in a... Uh, and we got a couple more lined up. Hopefully, after this long, long hiatus, uh, we got a little bit of a reboot coming up whenever we got time. Uh, stuff's been kind of crazy. My perception of time is a bit fucky. Um, but we are happy to be here. Happy to have Merc. And uh, we got some stuff we would like to cover today. Quite a bit, actually. So, but firstly, uh, let's talk about carries. How are you doing, Jake? And what are you carrying? I'm doing mediocre. I just got done driving from a very, very long weekend trip. So for the past three days, I've been carrying the uh, Spider-Co Yojimbo. It has been good, a, a fantastic knife for what I've been using it for, which is very little. Well, why not Yojumbo? Uh, I don't have one, and I got this one from a second sale for like 50 bucks. So kind of hard to, to beat that. But you got it for 50 bucks. It was oh, $50, fuck. yeah. That's, that's <laughs> good shit. That's good shit right there, man. What about you? What you got today? I haven't decided. I kind of just got up, uh, got up, made a cup of coffee, have not decided yet. Uh, you guys get to help me choose whether I should carry something reground or I should just carry a fixie that I made or uh, whatever garbage I have uh, on my table, um, which is the Shaburkov Toucan in Vanex. Yeah, that's definitely um, garbage I know there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have lots of table garbage right now. This is a fucking mess. But yeah, uh, probably going to be carrying this for, for the day just to see how it holds up. Um, the last time I carried this, I got pushed into a pool. Um, hmm. So, Well, if you're going to get pushed into a pool, I mean, Vanax yeah. is kind of <laughs> where you want to yeah. be at anyway. It, it was ultra specific because I, I never thought I would ever need a knife specifically for the case that I'm going to a pool party and like I'm pretty sure my friend is going to drag me into the pool. I don't think I ever <laughs> needed a knife like specifically for that case. Until I got the Traburka of uh, Toucan, so can confirm. So um, you don't have a pool knife? I mean, come on, man. You gotta have other... a pool knife. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys, send emails uh, right now. <laughs> what, what's your pool knife? Um, personally, I prefer the rustiest possible shiv that I can find. Um, just to just to do that extra bit of uh, corrosion damage. Yeah, yeah, 1d6 poison, right? That's what you 1D6 get from it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. So how are you doing, Merc? And uh, what are you carrying today? Uh, I'm I'm actually doing pretty fantastic. You know, it is oh, yeah. late on a Sunday night here in California, but all things considered, doing really well. Um, yeah. As for, for carries, though, I've got actually two in front of me. I've got what I was carrying most of the day and then what I've been carrying this evening. Uh, yeah. Most of the day, I've been working around the house. I've got a Spyderco Pacific Salt 2 in Zfinite, the, the Warncliffe one that I did a bit of a uh, blade reshape on. Ooh, um nice. It's like my go-to for workouts and running. And I would say if I had a pool knife, this would be my pool knife. Um, <laughs> you know, because it's nice and corrosion resistant. And then the other one that I've had with me just through the evening has been a uh, Oz Roosevelt 
also in Zfinit. This one's got uh, nice. denim micarta inlays in it. So I've got kind of both ends of the spectrum going on, but they happen to be the same exact blade steel because I am a person that cannot do anything without a corrosion-resistant knife. Uh, right. Are you one of those guys that uh, like really highly values their corrosion resistance over over like uh, edge retention and everything else? I just asking. For yes, I am fully that guy. Uh, I pretty much only carry stuff that is 100% corrosion resistant these days. Um, with, with reason, I will say, um, so, uh, uh add on to that, just, just a random <laughs> question. How, okay, how okay. sweaty are you? Very, well, it's not even that I'm <laughs> that sweaty, but like if I'm flying or anything like that, my pockets yep. get very hot and sweaty oh, and yeah. I have, I have rusted, you know, multiple M390 knives, uh, yep. anything XHP. I mean, it, it rusts within a two hour flight. So I just kind of, oh, God. Yeah, it, it's bad. My um, brother's the yeah, same. So I just go Zfinit, I go Vanax, and that's it about 99% of the time. And then that 1%, it's like a K390 uh, Dragonfly 2 to really hit the other end of the spectrum. I was about to say, that's fucked. <laughs> you can't carry that yeah. one for sure. That's oh, awful. yeah. No, the, the left gonna side of it. It's going to in your pockets. Yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a patina, right, guys? That's what that is. It's just. It, yeah. Sure. <laughs> Oh, let me check and see uh, if we got any emails. Forgot about I, emails. I feel like Mercon I don't know if I emailed you guys. It would be really fun to hear my own email. Yeah, I want, you know, I, I, if, here, if so, but... I want you to answer it too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be great. <laughs> That's ideal. Let me see. I th I think I think this is one that we have not. Yep, yep. This is yeah. We got it. We got a fresh murky email right here. Oh hell yeah! Titled Let's sober go. email, which is a rarity, right? That yeah. that is true. Hey guys, what are some common misconceptions about knives that you see come up a lot? For me, a big one comes up when people talk about needing a knife for the military or buying a knife for someone joining the military. Turns out all you really do with a knife in the army, at least in my experience and for everyone I know, is open MREs and MRE boxes. That's just like the real world. That's all people do. It's just Oh yeah. It's basic shit. I'm convinced people think that we knife fight daily or something with how knives oh, are talked yeah. about for military members. Hope all is well, Murky. So Murkon, how do you feel about your own email? You know, I think I think it's a pretty solid take that I made there. Hmm. You know, uh, you know, I'm, it sounds like I'm gonna agree with you for once. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've I've yeah. never once been in a knife fight in my entire time in the army. Shockingly, oh, wow. that implies yeah, that you've been in shame. one outside of the army. No, no, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are you about to confess, yeah, no, I, confess to a felony here live on the podcast? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, you know, I, I feel like I've seen a lot of posts on, on Reddit and things of, oh, my friend is joining the army and going off to basic training. What's like a great yeah. hard use thing? Like, dude's going to open MREs and that's it. Yeah, get him, get him a fucking, like, uh, what's it called? Like, get him a pocket razor or something. <laughs> or, uh, or a Gerber paraframe. I think it's the number one oh knife God, that I've seen. I hate that thing so much. <laughs> God. It's funny because it's terrible. When I was first looking at knives, that one came up. It still comes up as like Amazon's like bestseller of pocket knives, and I was like, eh, "This doesn't look that great." But I kind of I ended up going with a bird, which is better or worse. Yes, depending you, on made you, yes. you made a good yes, choice. You made a good choice. Yes, yes, yes. I got I got a Karakara for my first. Mine was a uh, Finch. My first one, and it's all gone uh, downhill from there. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred um, percent. So Kyle, you're you're I in the military. Like what, say... what about your knife thing? 
Well, what about my knife thing? Yeah, well, you're, you're not allowed to bring yeah. anything. You're not allowed oh. to bring anything like not standard issue uh, Seriously? down here because uh, wow, yes, I because bet that they... I bet that prevents knife fights though, so that's good. <laughs> I I mean, the sheer number of people who who have gotten into into knife fights are uh, like in general here. Um, there was a guy who got stabbed by a harpoon. So I mean, bad harpoons are not knives. <laughs> Sorry, what? Someone got stabbed. With a... Okay, so there's this prostitution district here down in Singapore called Golden Mile Complex. Uh, fucking wonderful Thai food. Anyways, sidetracks. Um, <laughs> okay. Fucking wonderful Thai food. There's like it's a prostitution district. You have like the fucking gangsters that go there and whatever. And some guy just fucking got like he got into a fight. He picked up a uh like a wall hanger harpoon and just fucking ran it through the other guy wow um, yeah that, that was uh, genuinely quite impressive i'll be honest with you um but yeah anyways it wasn't a knife fight funnily enough um <laughs> it was more of a harpoon fight not really much of a fight i think the guy just keeled over um but yeah it was a, it was a strange fucking story um so anyways yeah nothing nothing you're not allowed to carry anything that's not standard issue here uh so like uh sharp objects and shit like that like they have to be issued by the uh by by the army so um the typical thing is i think they used to give you like some gerber multi-tool specifically because you're not going to do anything like heavy with it anyways um and then alternatively the uh sog something or rather it's it's one of the multi-tools as well um from what I've heard, that's the sharpest knife most people have seen in their life um, <laughs> in the army, and I, I think that's very unfortunate. Um, Yikes! Yeah, but but yeah, it's 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 whatever. Huh. It's uh, my my opinions on that are are very very <laughs> uh, lukewarm. Like I I just I think a, a common misconception I have is that people like when people look at a knife, they they think about it as like a a, a weapon before a tool. Oh and yeah, that really yeah that really confuses me. Yeah. Because, um, yeah. Yes. Because... I feel like that's definitely the number one misconception that people have. If you pull out a knife to do anything, it's that you're gonna. Who the fuck are you, you gonna know? stab? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not stabbing anyone with an eight hundred dollar well... knife player. You can fuck off. <laughs> I beat your death with a rock before. I think me and Kai had this discussion. Yes, like, we no have. One... <laughs> I said I would. <laughs> no one's worth me losing my Roosevelt over. That's that's no. what I'm gonna fucking say. Yeah, but I, I would much rather like fucking beat someone to death with a durian, a, a, a literal spiky fruit. Yeah, than, fuck them. They're not worth fucking. Use my. my and life, I mean, yeah. durian just smells awful, so they'll smell terrible while you do it. I mean, exactly. it's kind of a win-win there. Yeah, it, it serves as a. It's like when you rack a shotgun, right? Psychological damage. They just have to, <laughs> durian they is a true run multi-tool. It, the true multi-tool. Yeah, you're right. Stinks and can kill um, people. Yeah, and also one of my one of my okay, one one last thing before before we we move off from this email from a past merc, um, <laughs> it's it's the fact that a lot of people think that knives are built with the the purpose of I I guess deeper than what I just said it's uh built with the purpose of of stabbing before slashing, it's like I don't know it's very strange most people only ever use the tip of the knife and I find that very very weird. That um, is the sole reason like. When I go to carry, so a lot of people will carry like, multiple knives. Like, when I carry my McBee, it's usually just my McBee. I don't need, you know, yeah. a fucking a battle axe to offset that to, yeah. to compensate my masculinity because exactly. it's so hurt by carrying McBee. McBee can do, like, 99% of the shit that I need to do. The only thing it's not good for is food-related stuff. It's fucking terrible for that. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think that's a, that's a really good point, too, you know, about 
I guess the point I, that wasn't trying to make a pun there. Ah, the point. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I I definitely find myself ninety percent of the time it's you know it's tip work. If you're cutting paper or opening a package, yep. it's it's mostly that. And for for that kind of stuff, Warren Cliffs are great. But as soon as you try to do food prep or anything like that, I mean, if you ever try to cut a pizza with a with a Warren Cliff, it it's a terrible time. I haven't, yeah, look, but man. I, I feel like that would that would only be a good idea if you were trying to make the least surface area contact possible with the blade because it's literally i mean that's that's why that's why we have uh we have s grinds and shit right (laughs) that's why you have pizza cutters you gotta whip out my spider co civilian to cut this pizza yeah oh that don't even fucking say that just gave me like (laughs) nightmares it's like here's here's Look, my man, serrated matriarch. I'm just gonna fucking cut open this. Pizza. Oh, the spider Oh yeah, the matriarch. That, that's what I'm you gotta about. hold it at like a weird angle <laughs> and shit as well. You have to slide the pizza I, into I the belly. Say, of it. Man. Look, look, Jake. Uh, for the matriarch, right? I'm just saying you could have five inches, but only one inch matters, so it's fine. Just the tip. Jesus. Yeah, okay. Christ. Anyways, moving on. <laughs> All right. So uh, we've got a mix of news, uh, some of Merck's terrible ideas, and uh, just in general, uh, some stuff that we would like to talk about before we go into our main topic from uh, from suggested by Merck as well. Um, so beginning with the news, we have a new trend of pocket razors and replaceable razor blades. Can I talk knives. about this one? Because uh, I want this fucking thing bad. It's oh, is this the yes. I don't give cool. a oh. shit. I am absolutely on board with this Thank as you. well. Thank you. Gonna be honest. Fuck yeah, me yeah. and Merck are gonna get matching pink ones. This shit is gonna be <laughs> absolutely busting. So Grant and Gavin Hawk, I don't fucking know how. They are the smartest men on earth. Guys, okay, imagine this. Imagine buying a knife for $500, right? You're already there. Everyone's already with me. Everyone's already done it. This one, though, you never have to sharpen. Isn't that fucking mind-blowing? And this isn't like one of your like, copper knives from the grocery store that your fucking mom buys. This has replaceable blades. Replaceable. Replaceable serrated blades. If you want them to be, they can be whatever the fuck you want. They're like a chameleon. This is the chameleon of knives. And you can own this for just $500. Best part? For just $500. It has a flipper tab. It. What? Wait, what? It's a flipper. What was the last part? It's a flipper. It has a flipper tab. Oh, no. Also, it has that badass tie lock. Uh, mechanism which is fucking cool i actually if the tie lock were a larger knife i would own one but it's not yeah and the uh, tie lock also has the weird penis hole cut out thing yeah. that does not look great we're talking about the if you don't like dicks on your knives you're not my friend that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously this is a i'm really excited for this thing i think it's neat um yeah the grand gavin I'll hawk buy the fuck uh, out of this very interesting well what do you think mark I mean, I'm I'm actually a huge fan, so it's called the shortcut. I watched the whole seven-minute yeah. video, which is a, me too. <laughs> a pretty major commitment from me. Um, you know, I I have a few little like pocket razor blade things. I've got like the TPT slide, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and then like I've got like a fixed blade something or another that's got the replaceable razor blades. And you know, it does everything other than you know food prep. It's a Warren Cliff. But it's yeah. it's great being able to swap everything in and out. The the shortcuts got, you know, what looks like a really cool design overall. And, and it's for me, it's neat. It's like the skeletonized it's, blade it's thing brilliant. looks fucking sick. Oh like, yeah, the, and the way that they've done the lock yeah, and the way they've done it, the spring loaded pocket it's clip. It's so good. 
it it's a fun design and, and for me I always value the engineering and the you know actual design of the knife a little bit more than anything else. That's like literally That's the reason I got into fucking knives is because I thought they were cool exactly. mechanically. And this yep. Hawk does the best of that, in my opinion. They do the craziest Without fun question. shit yeah, 100%. always. Yep. And this is another like yep. they took something that, you know, Chavez has been charging roughly the same price for. Um, and it just a little slide thing. This is actually fucking cool. And probably a lot more comfortable oh, yeah. to use than like a little fucking quarter inch thick piece of titanium. Completely Ooh. agree. Um, I also I, I do like the uh, the Hawks a, a lot. Uh, I think they they were one of the ones that like really got me into into appreciating the the mechanism behind the knife design and all that. Um, and let me just quote what they said real quick. I'm probably not gonna get one personally because I'm broke, but also because I don't know. It just I I don't know. I have enough knives. I I feel like I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, he said, okay, here we go. Even with light use, the blade will not need to be resharpened, but resharpening can be problematic. People tend to be careful with how they use their knife. In all knives, the consumable part is the blade, but it's always not easy to replace the blade of your favorite EDC. So the whole point is that... Yeah, you beat they... the shit out of this thing, and you don't care. Oh, yeah, yep. 100%. It's and that, that's a fucking one 15 of the cents that for I really a replacement like. blade, and no one gives a shit if you... You, you could loan this yeah. out to somebody. Like, what the fuck are they going to yep. do to it? Nothing. If you pry with it, if you use it as a screw, you know, if you do all the stupid shit that people are going to do, because exactly. people oh, do stupid yeah. shit when they borrow knives, you just throw a new razor blade in there. You know, I, I, I love that about this. And yeah. also, this is, I think, one of the first um, razor blade or replaceable razor blade designs that I've seen where it uses, like, you have access to the full length of the, yeah, you're not of the razor blade itself. like a quarter of the fucking blade. You get the full fucking thing. The whole thing. All usable. And that, to be honest, like we talked about a minute ago, that's probably all you need. That right there. Yeah. Exactly. And so I think this is, you know, from what I've seen recently that, that's come out, this is probably the most interesting thing to me because it's, it's really cool mechanically. It's a really good, you know, overall design. It's got all the, th the things that the, Hawk, that the Hawks do. I mean, they, they're always fantastic. And then you still have the, you kind of check the box of, this will also have, you know, easily replaceable blades. I don't need to sharpen it. You know, if it rusts, if it goes bad, whatever, just throw a new one in there. Yeah. You know, all, all of that to me is an absolute win. Yeah. It has what they're, it has what they're calling the latch lock as well. So basically a, a fancy tie lock, which eliminates blade play for, which is pretty impressive for something this tiny and this. Thin. I also really like the, um, the ergonomic shape. Like it's super neutral. It has like a nice finger groove so you don't slip up on the razor blade, which if you've ever used a razor knife and slipped on it, <laughs> good fucking luck. It's a bad day. Yeah. Yep. Lovely. So one thing that they talked about in their video as well that I thought was really interesting is how uh, most of these, like like the, the Chavez, um, the Chubb Flipper, Chubb. Yep. the TPT, they all have these like quick replace uh, mechanisms. I, I don't actually know if the Chubb has a quick replace, but like the TPT slide does. And so that means the razor blade in there is, is very wobbly. Um, where this is designed, it's, I think, a quarter turn of a screw, but it's still screwed in. So you, you won't get any kind of blade play with the razor, which is awesome. Yeah. You, you can torque it down and you don't have to worry about it. Yeah, the one I have, yep. I have oh, like yeah. a Giltec Ruck, I think is what it's called. Same thing, quick quick replacement mechanism, but blade wobbles. Not a huge yep. deal, but it when your finger's that close to it, I'd rather it not wobble at all. Yep. Yeah. So the... Yep. Uh, 
the one that I have that it's, that's a fixed blade that I really like, it's the uh, the Banzelcroft Customs MEK, um, where it's just kind of a slab of titanium with some screws. And the, the one I've got is a paracord wrap that they have with like micarta and things. And the screws just hold the razor blade in place, and that's it. So it's the same thing where you don't get any wobble. You get the full length of the razor blade. Really, really cool design. Yeah. Very, very cool. Um, spring-loaded. Oh, that's going to be interesting as well. Spring-loaded sculpted titanium pocket clip. So this is going to be interesting. That's the Hawk Knives shortcut. Yes, the shortcut. Shortcut, um, yep. That's going to be very interesting to see. Um, we'll see when, when they come out. Hopefully uh, within the next year or so. Well, a few months afterwards. Yeah, they, they said it should be, uh, I think, by October. Mid-October, end of October is the goal. Yeah, yeah, Opening pre-orders. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's going to be cool. I'm just fucking... Uh, we'll, we'll see how much hype they have. That's that's going to be the real question. Yes, I'm really hoping they don't go too quick. Topic. If they do and you oh, get one Mercon, fucking hard dibs on that shit. Hard dibs. It you, you can have hard dibs, but I have a feeling that's not something I'll be I moving. know. That's why I'm fucking... Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really just, hoping I get in on you. one. Maybe yeah. what he can do is he'll just send you the the used razor blade. Oh, that's okay. a good idea. Yeah, I'll send yeah. you the blade. Knowing knowing hot market prices too, like in two years this thing will be fucking double the price, easy. Oh yeah, which is just obscene. Yeah. But you know, it's <laughs> right. a really good uh, foreshadowing for later. Also, oh no. <laughs> all right, uh, I don't give a shit okay. about any of the rest of this. This is all fucking stupid. So y'all take it. That's kind of <laughs> fucked up, considering how our next piece of news wow. is uh, Aaron Hogue, the founder of Hogue Knives, has passed away. Oh, fuck, I didn't read that um, one. God dang. You, <laughs> no, 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 that was not next. You fucking shit. skipped ahead. No. no, I did not. No. It's been there the whole no. time. No. <laughs> the fucking next link was for the Banzelcroft thing that, that Mark was talking about. Oh, I just dropped it in there. God dang, you fucked me. Yep. You fucked me. Now the whole... Okay, I want you to know, I've already, I already accidentally made fun of Swag's Naming a knife after a fucking dead friend. This people are gonna think I'm a monster. <laughs> fucking hate those, you. Uh, those un- unfortunate. Aaron Hogue. Um, Aaron Hogue. I, I I miss you. You were the only gun company that made decent knives. That is actually um, a very true statement. It is extremely yes, true. Correct. I mean, HK typically. T- I guess technically did, but they were also produced by Benchmade and then Hogue. So yes, that doesn't Hogue, really count. I do really like the fact that Hogue, uh, under Aaron Hogue's leadership, uh, actually like went a very different direction than uh, the way it could have gone, which is uh, cheaping out and becoming like a fucking what, what's a what's a gun company? Uh, Smith and Wesson, like Smith and Wesson yeah. and uh, Ruger, kind of tried to do the same. I thing will say they, uh, the Ruger CRKT LCK was yeah hit way above its fucking pay grade. I'll yeah. give them that one. <laughs> that one. The, they get yeah. one, but Hogue actually made good shit. Like, they were actually good yeah, interesting yeah, consistently knives. as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they were one of the first manufacturers to start doing production Magna Cut. I mean, they, they've always been kind of on it. They, same thing with the Hogue yeah. Ritter. You know, clearly Aaron Hogue had a very good vision of where he wanted to take things. Yeah, and I can respect that. Uh, but, yeah, you know, my condolences go out to his family and stuff. Uh, Aaron Hogue, one of the founders of Hogue Knives, uh, passed away in a crash. Uh during uh, an air race in uh, Reno, Nevada. Which was fucking crazy. So, like, that, n- not to belittle his memory at all, but that's like a, that sounds like a fucking badass way to go. That uh, was, yeah. That, yeah. Um, 
let's see. He's well known in and outside of the knife industry. The company was founded in 1968 by his father, uh, producing pistol grips, and then uh, partnering with Alan Elishowitz. Yeah, that's a big one as well. That was that yeah. was a huge step for him, uh, having them as, as his, uh, having him as their sole designer or whatever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's uh, you know, and also I think they were they were one of the real like up and comers for uh, automatic knives as well. So I, I can really respect that. Oh, I actually um, really loved know. their um their design on the OTF. The blade to handle wasn't great, but like the the scale yep. patterns were sick. I love hex guns and shit like that. Also, it probably helped that they um if you know anything about Hogue, they do a lot of gun grips. They probably nailed the yep. fucking ergonomics down because of that. Like because they were so yep. used to already improving grips and stuff. Um. Okay, on to, I guess, the next point, which I can actually shit on. <laughs> oh, no. Get fucked, Sabenza boys. Y'all about to be paying more money. Oh, no. I don't know how much. I, I didn't read that far. You, you guys go ahead. It, it uh, wasn't a huge amount, I don't think. Let me, let me pull It was like $50 or some uh, shit for large, actually. That, yeah, it was like a 10% price increase commensurate with uh, inflation, essentially. Yeah. You know what hasn't fucking went up with inflation? My pay. I can't afford a CRKT. <laughs> <laughs> or CRK, that's why I'm stuck with a hawk. Right, well, that's because ha- capitalism hates you, so I mean, that's a whole different thing. Makes sense. Uh, okay, wait, here we go. Let me, let me read this. I'm not conservative uh, enough for them. Our prices have changed as of September 13th. A note from Chris Reeves Knives. In 1978, when Chris thought... Oh, I can't do this. <coughs> yeah, it's Thought of his first knife while in military service on the Nambia Angola border. He designed it out of necessity, hoping to create the best knife possible on a young man's budget. I don't know what kind of young fucking man can afford a Christmas. I, I want to interject right. here. This is like, if you know anything about Rolex, this is like their shit. They're like, oh, and every man's watch. And they're like, ah, oh, get fucked, yes. poor kids. Yeah. No, absolutely it's, correct. I, yeah, it's like, I don't That's know, man. It's stupid. like, you guys ever... You guys ever, like, uh, want to cook something, you find a recipe, and there's just, like, a lot of fucking, like, there's just so much shit at the top. Oh, it's Six years so later, Chris Reeves, yeah, Chris Reeves Knives was born into a desire to make high-quality knives that hold value from luxury collector pieces to simple, effective tools, all at an attainable price point, sure. using quality materials. Thanks to you, we are here for 38 years. Just get on with it. You're increasing the prices. Oh, yeah. No, it, now, you got to do the whole backstory. Yeah. You're, you're paying for now, the name, to continue to make honest. beautiful... Beautiful, reliable tools. We have to make attainable changes. As of September 13th, 2022, which um, was about a couple months ago, <laughs> almost a month ago now, we've uh, applied updated pricing to all new and existing orders. Please visit our website for specifics. From all of us at Chris Reed Knives, we're grateful for your continued loyalty and support. Um, yeah. Um, I think it was something like a... Let me check. It might have it might have been like a ten percent. I don't fucking know. So Anyways, inflation. I, fuck it. Inflation. I do bad. have I do have one thing that I have to say. Um, yeah. This is very pedantic, and I'm pretty sure I'm not wrong about this. But Nambia isn't a country; it's Namibia. Oh yes. And he definitely wrote Nambia. Nambia. Um, which is a very minor thing, but I just can't not point that out because that bothers me. I, uh, again, I this would, is another I... case of Timothy fucking up the company. I was just about to say <laughs> he's not man enough to run this fucking thing. They need to get like I don't like Vex in there. Someone with some real fucking smarts. Get Vex in there. <laughs> or just anyone. He he, jet, he would but, he would know. just walk in every day, be like another W for CRK, and then walk out. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be his whole job. He just fucking leave. It's like who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> he's walked in. He's gotten past our security five fucking times in the past month. Six years what into his doing? job, he'd be like, "Wait, we're not offering electric blue CF on knives." 
And then he'd fire everybody and, get in and he just like leaves. <laughs> Yeah, he just, he just says, them, cancelled, and leaves another WCRK. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyways. Uh, Microtech. Give well, me a I mean, second. I think the only big thing from this is that people freaked out that the uh, the prices would increase if you had an existing order. Yeah, because it's shitty. Um. Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I mean, to be um, fair, if you're ordering a knife who... eight years out, you're a fucking moron, but whatever. It, yes, straight yeah. up from MSRP as well, no. Hey. Like what kind of fucking various social media platforms from CRK's website? Oh boy, this is this is a hundred percent from Timmy. Oh boy, <laughs> on various social media platforms, we've seen a mix of support uh, that was italicized for the change and italicized outrage against it. For some, our company's character has been questioned, and it's the question we'd like to address. Chris, etc., etc. So eleven percent. Yeah, eleven percent pricing. Real quick. Yeah. Who the fuck said they supported a price increase on anything? What kind of dumb bitch is like? Yeah, I love paying more money. Thanks, Timmy. I don't know. Can you spit in my mouth now? Like who? What? So, I'm gonna throw. I'm gonna throw my opinion on this one. I, you know, price increases suck. Yeah, fine. I mean, ultimately, though, I don't think this is worth the. the, I think the people had a big freak out about you know being like a bait and switch of. Yes. Oh, I placed an order and then the price went up. It, in my opinion, if you're ordering a knife this far out, like. This kind of stuff I think happens. you kind of expect it, man. Like, yeah. I don't know. Another L for CRK. Uh, okay, for nearly 40 years, we have taken orders with the following practices. We do not take money up front, not even down payment. Payment is only taken when a knife is ready for fulfillment. Number two, when an order is placed, a customer's request is put in a queue. Our customers may cancel orders at any time with no penalty. There is no contract or obligation to purchase any of our products. Oh, no. We will price our knives at fair market value and publish changes when necessary. Our pricing policy is published on our order form. Uh, it is our intention to honor the quoted price. Uh, if the cost of materials, supplies, and labor significantly increases, implementing a price increase to back orders may be unavoidable. So basically, um, yeah, you, you you might get fucked. <laughs> uh, More like get the lead fucked. Time, yeah, the lead time... The lead time for a knife went from 12 months to 4 to 6 years in 2021. <laughs> Again, Simply I don't understand the order from who the fuck is ordering from the CRK website. Who, yeah, who does? Who would do this? I mean, there, there's also a good chance that some of these are, are big bulk orders from Blade HQ, Knife Center, places like yeah. that have started doing bulk ordering from CRK. Uh, and that, that's probably being factored into their overall, you know increase in demand I, i'm personally the, a, a huge fan of the, the highlighted part which says uh, if we only applied our price increase to orders in 2022 the change would begin to affect our company in 2027 <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's pretty nutty uh, to me t- tim reeve never change please mm. so good um anyways we could not have predicted high le- record high inflation rates or many other battles small businesses have faced over the last two years. We honored our original quote, uh, quoted price for as long as necessary, uh, for as long as possible. But this year, it became apparent that a change was necessary. Truthfully, we cannot predict the future and cannot promise to remain still when we are required to move. You can trust we remain straightforward and transparent whenever possible. We will continue to make sound business decisions to the best of our abilities. We will continue to produce knives of the highest quality. Thank you, Timmy Reeve. Very cool. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Fuck inflation. Fuck. Give me more money. That's, Fuck that's America. All, that's all that matters. No. Yeah. Fuck I mean, America. no. I seriously, inflation is fuck everything as it is worldwide. 
This doesn't surprise yeah. me, but then again, I'm and I know I'm in the minority. I'm firmly in the camp that I think CRKs cost too much for what they are. Yeah. It's getting a little bit better with the yeah. Magna Cut thing, but you know, a year ago you were paying four hundred fifty, five hundred dollars for a fucking titanium frame lock and S thirty five VN. Ran soft. I don't want to fucking hear it. It's easier to show. I don't give a shit. With nice packaging. They are or they, they, they were, and they still are, like, basically the apple of the knife world. You're paying for the name, you're paying oh, yeah. for the logo. Oh. And I'm not oh, sitting here saying they're bad knives. They're fucking excellent. Every CRK I've handled has been excellent. But they're no better than any other knife at, like, $300, $350. Uh, you see, this could have all been avoidable if you just predicted the pandemic happened seven years in advance. <laughs> Yeah, you know, pandemic's coming. Better uh, up your yeah. manufacturing for the post-pandemic. That's a large. Go, go visit your local plague doctor. It's like go a large disease is going to impact. Yeah. This virus is going to hit the world Fuck. really fucking hard. Let me buy a shit ton of stock in titanium. Damn, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude. You could have predicted the fucking market. You could have predicted a market crash. could have predicted the uh, fucking coronavirus. You could have predicted uh, inflation. Come on, man. Tim Reed, so- do better. I don't know. My, my take on all this is if you look at, um, you know, almost every manufacturer, look at Spyderco, look at oh Benchmade, look at ZT, yeah. whatever, you know, they, they launch new knives every month, practically, is what it seems like. Except ZT doesn't. You know, well, not ZT. ZM, puts but, out you know, a new color and it's like, hey, guys, box, wait till you see this. Yeah, maybe, box, maybe Kershaw, you know. But, you know, like their, their <laughs> prices go up steadily over time, where CRK, yeah. you know, the 31 and the... Um, whatever the other one was those have been the only you know the only actual product updates that they've done in years so i think you know a lot of these other companies can kind of hide their price increases as they release new knives their prices are kind of climbing which we we've all seen i mean you know the the cost of a pm2 has gone up like a hundred bucks in 10 years and so i think crk this is the only way to kind of be like look our prices are going up everyone else is doing it but since it's a 31 and we're doing the 31 for the next 10 years, this is the only way they can actually realistically change their price. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, inflation hits hard. It's just, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Inflation's like bullshit been... and I'm sad, but yeah. If yeah, anyone wants to learn anything <laughs> more about this, kind of like what's causing the price increase, you can go on Google and image search Fudinari inflation and it'll get you to the right place. Yeah. You can kind of see. What the logistics are behind why these prices are increasing over the world, not just in America. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, Sorry, what, what kind of inflation was it? Um, so there's a there there was a Japanese uh, economist um, that predicted like because of COVID nineteen, um, the prices would increase internationally. Uh, so his name is Masahiko Futanari. So if you Google Futanari inflation. Um, you should be, and you go to images. Like I think there's a really good graph. Yeah, about, um, it, it's it's not. So there's a few pie charts. There's also some nice bar graphs. Um, if you like, yeah, design or like imagery at all, you'll really appreciate some of the pictures that come up. Um, yeah. crazy, crazy shit you've never seen before in your life. But it all makes sense. You know, it it yeah. I, I don't know. It's just eye opening. Oh yeah, definitely. So yeah. Uh, those just uh get the whole family around teach them and that about, is that is about, f-u-t-a-n-a-r-i inflation yeah, yeah. yeah that's it i'm right now 
I didn't wake up. <laughs> Sorry. I, <laughs> Do run. I, I was just enjoying the, the economic lesson there. I thought that was so, really important. Oh, yeah. So cover. Frog actually got um, X-Car with that. <laughs> got him to oh, fucking like... look it up. <laughs> he got so Sick. damn mad. Sick. He was like watching a car yeah. crash in real time. Oh, yeah, for sure. Real, it's like slow like motion. Just everything was falling apart. It's fucking crazy. Um, so Microtech versus Axial. Microtech. Okay. Yeah. I have some problems. The Glycon. Fuck you, Microtech. You can suck the biggest dick on Earth. No one's going to buy a fucking Glycon over. What is a Glycon? Oh, Yellow. shit. That sounds like a disease. I mean, it, kind of, it basically <laughs> is. Let me find it here what for you. What the fuck? So the Microtech Glycon is their latest release. Um, they had it at, I think it was, what was it, USN or some shit? Oh, the G-L-Y-K-O-N. Oh, oh, it's got the button on all the, that's the stupidest shit I've ever seen. Okay, so. What are you? It it was at USN. There was a guy, one of the Discords of Men, Brian, uh, who went to USN. And I was like, hey, you know, if it's under, I think it's like six, seven hundred dollars, whatever, pick me one up. Uh, they were a thousand fucking dollars for a production oh. OTF, and I was like, "Who oh the fuck God. is buying this over a deadlock? Y'all can get fucked." Wow. So the not only that, the people that bought them there and flipped them online later, the base, like the oh. basic model, was fourteen hundred. The customs were like twenty eight or some shit. Oh my! Almost three thousand. And, and so, dollars. just to make sure I understand this, the only, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna throw some big old air quotes mm-hmm. on this innovation. Is that the button is now on all on three, three sides? sides. Yeah. Uh, they they Which, also those, those strips too, on the back. Those are titanium. You can change those. Wait, what's? Oh wow! You, you can, can put G10. You could put uh. Wow, I've CF. never heard of such a concept where you could change. Yo. Wow, this is Yo, it's crazy. also. Whoa! I, I, people could even make those third parts. I need you wow. to clench your butthole because I'm not going to shit on yourself. M390 <laughs> steel. Oh my Whoa. god, that's so brave. And that's so brave. Milled aluminum handles. I've that's never cool. even heard of that. Those don't it's, rust, it, by the way. In case uh, you're wondering, they do not rust. It's That's good to it know. Has, that, that actually it has what they're calling a patent-pending tri-sided button, and uh, it might be the most user-friendly knife Microtech has produced. Yes, far. it's it's oh, it's fucking 3.7-inch blade, double-edged, most user-friendly knife we've made. Right. You better, oh you better hope that it's it's fucking. You better hope it's user friendly for like for a thousand fucking dollars. Good God! Like Good considering if you Lord. if you're gonna pay one thousand dollars for this, you're probably smooth. Look, if anyone's anyways. buying this, go go buy a deadlock. The, if you've never had one, like held one in person, they're fucking astounding. I promise Jeez. you, they're gonna beat the shit out of this thing. It's just it's right. it's head and shoulders above this fucking. Trash. Yeah, I, I, I just can't get over this line right here. Microtech is the undisputed champion of automatic knives since their inception in the mid-90s, but innovation has been lacking the past few years. <laughs> I mean, call Gant, Grant and Gavin Hawk. I mean, th- a three-sided button is not innovation. That's Yo. just a button with <laughs> more <crazy>. buttons. <laughs> they <laughs> don't appreciate you calling them out, and you're going to be getting a cease and desist really soon. Ah, Mechanical shit. You, you done fucked up. Shambles. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Three-sided um, buttons. What, I mean, oh, what's anyway. next? It's lefty Four-sided buttons. No, that's just absurd. Just, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, so before before we move on to the whole Axial drama, uh, we, we wanted to share. I, I feel like our opinions are already relatively strong regarding uh, regarding Microtech and uh, some of their... 
not so not so great practices. Uh, but I wanted to tell Merck about the story about the Microtech Hera. I don't think he's heard about it yet. Uh, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. Oh dear God! I know so Hera. I know what the fuck you're um, talking. Jesus in, Christ! Yeah, Hera in in Greek mythology is uh, the wife of uh, of Zeus, right? Yes. The the leader of the the pantheon and whatever. Um, so. Uh, the reason it's called the Hera is because uh, Anthony Marfion got his girlfriend at the time. Uh, I'm not sure if they're married. This man jumps from wife to wife like a fucking... I think he just trampoline. finds girls with slightly bigger titties. They're a faker, like 10% faker, 3% bigger, and he just jumps. Oh, yeah, he just jumps. So anyways, he, he named it the Microtech Hera as like a, like a, oh, honey, you're coming with me to the Blade show. Um and so he, he designed the knife, and then he named it after her. And, she, and he said she designed it and uh, ended up grinding, uh, all, hand grinding all of the, the holograms. Um, and like she basically designed it from the ground up, which is, which is cool. You know, I can respect that. Um, if you know anything about Greek mythology, um, Zeus also cheats on his wife a lot. <laughs> a lot. Uh, yes, a not, lot. Not just um, with humans lot. either, man. He's fucked all kind of stuff. Yeah, he's, he's done all sorts of shit. Anyways, um, so uh, this was this was the first thing. It's uh, you know calling it hair. I was a little, a little bit like okay, a little bit strange. Um, anyways, so uh, someone approached his his girlfriend at the time uh, at a blade show and was like, oh, uh, what do you what do you like the most about the design of, of this knife that you made? And she was like, I like when the button does the when the button does the thingo. And then it, it was very clear she she had no part in, in designing it. Uh, it was a cool story, but not necessarily true. And so, yeah, that's how you that's how you get the story of the Microtech era. So I've got a I've got a couple important questions about this. Number one, does Anthony Marfione consider himself Zeus in all of this? Probably, yeah. I mean, if, if you ask two, him, probably yes. Based yeah, Zeus, none of this would shock me. Number yeah. two, <laughs> has he cheated on her yet? Because I feel like that's kind of next in this story. That's let me. That's a good question, actually. Let me check. <laughs> uh, he he moves on very very fast. It's it's quite scary, honestly. Not not a great dude. Not a great dude. Yep. Please don't um, send me a cease and desist. <laughs> Please don't arrest us. What are you gonna do? Sue me <laughs> overseas? Boy, I'm close well, enough actually, to their showroom that, that he may just come down and fucking stab me if I say anything. So I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. He just tracks you down. He's got he's got powerful friends. Go pull out two combat uh, trudons that and just listen to this podcast. Oh, for sure. Who doesn't in the knife world? If you don't listen to this podcast, I don't know how you're getting your news or your warm. That's your that's, warm that's pretty reasonable point, actually. Exactly. We we're just kind of a cesspool of uh, all the different news sources. Source of do We do actually all have right. one competitor. I think it's like Blade Acorns or something like that. That Blade makes Acorns. other podcasts, but I don't yeah, think they're yeah. quite as good as ours. <laughs> and somehow uh, even less frequent, which is fucking crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's crazy how it works like that. Okay. Anyways, uh, moving on. Axial Gear. So Axial Gear is was a newer uh, OTF company um, that recently came out. Uh, well, recent. Uh, however, you take that uh, down to May. So uh, there was a little bit of, of drama regarding uh, Axial and Microtech, uh, much in the way of like the, the whole hinderer thing as well. Um, people think of big companies are bullying other smaller companies because, uh, you know, they'd be boomery. Um, and they say, in light of recent events and information circulating online, I want to clarify a few things and make our company's position clear. The statement represents Axial's current offer and stance on the matter. 
Last month, we became aware that Microtech had contacted several of our dealers. We do not know the full details of these conversations, but the result was that several dealers pulled uh, our products from their websites and stores. We sent a letter to Microtech as soon as we became aware. As far as we were aware, these actions were taken by Microtech and unwarranted. Seems very predatory. Um, our legal team has attempted to contact Microtech directly on multiple occasions, but we are still waiting for a response. We are seeking amicable uh, resolution to, to all of this. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, we respect Microtech and other competitors. We believe the better the competition, the better the products for our dealers and customers. Axios worked extremely hard over the past year to develop positive relationships with dealers. Anyways, so basically, uh, Microtech just told uh, a bunch of manufacturers to stop selling Axial Gear stuff. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Predatory capitalism. Let's go. There are pieces of shit. I mean, what, who the fuck is this surprising? Literally nobody. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Th- this, you know, we, we had the, the Marfione and the ZT777. Oh, God. And Matrix. You know, it, oh, it's yeah. it's the same. We're kind of looking at the same situation, in my opinion, yeah. as what happened back in, I think it was like 2011 or something with the with the 777. Yes. Um, and the I think it was the Matrix or the the Scarab or something that became yeah, the Matrix. The yeah. Matrix. Matrix. Yeah. The, the Matrix now. Yeah. Oh yeah, the the Snake. Yeah. And to me, this you know, it, it's kind of in the same vein. It, I don't think any of Axial's knives look that much like Microtech. I mean, there's so many fucking ways you can make an OTF look. Yeah, they look like OTFs. Look, man. Like, I'm just saying, if Axial got that got that four that four sided button. Like, if Axial made bigger fun. knives, I would have already bought one. I mean, they make yeah, a, a three three point three inch OTF. I, I know, but that's not that's not big enough for you. The only Microtech I, I've had and kept for an extended period of time is the Combat Trodon. I really regret selling that, but mm. yeah, that's fun. I have a, actually have a mini Combat Trodon. Yeah, oh, the, the Trodon, the California one. Yeah, the Trodon. Uh, I want to try yeah. one of those so bad. <laughs> it, it's pretty good. You want a Trodon? Yeah. Yeah. The, the the wide the you know the I keep that chode on me fun. you know I keep that chode <laughs> well I think the I think the wide OTF is the uh, exoset the, the point of contention it's like the the axial dart versus the microtech exoset um, yeah yeah exoset and I mean they really don't look a lot alike at all I I can't believe I'm I saying this man. I think the exoset looks better this thing looks fucking stupid to me but it's Oh yeah, no, it's not terrible. a pretty. Not, I mean, their other the yeah. shift looks fine. The dart, no, no. But I mean, they ultimately it looks nothing like no, the exoset. Not the exoset's big, square, rectangular. Yeah, if you've ever this, held one in real life, it's some wild variation. Fuck. Oh yeah. So I I don't know. This to me just seems like Microtech saw Axial, you know, selling at you know two hundred, two hundred fifty bucks. For their OTFs, and which upset. is you know well under the Microtech price. Oh yeah, it's a hundred dollars off. And they got upset. Easy, yeah. and you that that's yeah. with the the CPM twenty CV. Like if you want S thirty five, it's even fucking cheaper. You know? yep. Oh yeah, it it's literally just predatory capitalism. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. What can you do? Um, Please anyways, don't sue us. Wish sue me hard. Wishing Axel harder, you all the best. <laughs> sue me harder. Oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah, wishing wishing Axio Gear all the best. Hopefully, we get to see them uh, come up with uh, some new stuff. Uh, I, I think I think Microtech got mad because usually competition in similar markets uh, causes either price, you know, price competition or innovation. And Microtech's yes. innovation, like Work has pointed out, is they literally a three sided hey, button. 
Like three-sided butt. Come on, that's a big deal. You can you can actuate it with Five three fingers at wins. once. Yo. <laughs> You That's know, truly that impressive. I got, I got two hands. <laughs> I got you could probably open it with both your hands at the same time. I mean, that's a big deal. Yo, guarantee it. No, but but you only you you only have uh, two hands for two buttons. What are you gonna do with the last button? <laughs> your I got tongue hand on me. Uh, open it with your dick. That there seems you go. Dangerous. That's yeah, not exactly. dangerous at all. Look, man, I'm just saying, like, considering how... I do not endorse this idea, just if for you, the record, please don't sue me. If you fucking OTF open, do you have any idea how strong your, your tongue would be? Like, what else that tongue do, man? <laughs> like, you better fucking ensure that, tongue, that tongue when you die. Oh my what God. that tongue do and open an OTF? Good God. Okay, moving on. Truly impressive. To, to, to lastly, um, for our news, uh, Merck's warm takes of the day. Uh, he thinks G10 is better than CF. Uh, what do you think? What the fuck is me, wrong me, with hold you? Hold on. <laughs> let me throw. Let me throw just a little bit of uh, context on this. I think you know G10 in a lot of situations when it's done a production knife tends to be better than the CF that production knives are doing. Okay. If you look like the slab sided like Spiderco CF, right. I mean it's not contoured well. It feels like crap. You know, it's not all that great. Obviously, at the high end, when we're looking at, you know, fat carbon that, and, like, well-contoured knives, that's a bit different. But okay. I think, you know, I, I think at the, okay. at the lower level, I'd rather have, you know, G10 on, like, a PM2 than at some weird CF G, uh, PM2. Basic bitch CF is fucking terrible. Let's get that off the table. It's yeah. fucking awful. However, you're what, sitting that, here comparing it to Spyderco G10, which is sandpaper. Oof. See, I would prefer Maya that. Jimbo, I'd rather have I, some I wet grip. sanded it down. It's smooth as fucking butter. I would also rather have a G10, but don't sit there and pretend that Spider-Go's G10 is any good at all, period. It's fucking awful. The finishing on it is I don't know. So I, I prefer... I prefer at least some grip on I'm it. I'm not saying not some. Because as discussed, if I'm a sweaty, sweaty man. my fucking skin, that's, it feels like a fucking cat tongue. The whole thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. That's not good. Uh, I just want to say FRN, FRN is clearly the right way oh, to go. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Get some sweet linerless FRN <laughs> like on my, uh, on my this salt, is the, too. This is the equivalent of someone arguing if you, if you should wear, like, fucking, like, running shoes. Or would you, would you rather wear a nice pair of running shoes? Or would you rather wear a nice pair of slippers? And I'm the fucking guy that goes, like, I think we should wear Crocs. <laughs> Put them in 4x4 four four mode. all go on Crocs. Yeah, look, man. Like, <laughs> you, can say, you can say all you want. But, like... Damn, Crocs go, Crocs go fucking hard. And look at all the colors that FRN comes in. I know it's the same with G10, but like you don't need to be tacked cool about it. I mean, FRN, I, I want to disagree with you, except that the knife that I've been carrying almost all day today is is FRN. Exactly. <laughs> Got him good. I, I've Got been, him I've been carrying G10, but I still, I gotta disagree with you. In general, I prefer CF over G10, but I, I don't same. think I'm the target market for your statement. Because usually, if I'm buying a knife, it's at this point, it's generally over three hundred bucks. And CF done it, that price yeah. is usually pretty solid. Like you said, if you get into like crazy shit like fat carbon or carbon core, like it, it, it's good. It looks good. It's yeah. well, generally well finished. Unless you're a hinderer and you sell an eighteen hundred dollar knife with voids, and then fuck you. Um, well, that's because it's hinderer. Obviously, right. it's crap. Again, please yeah. don't sue me. <laughs> oh no, Rick uh, actually I, will really. <laughs> Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm just a guest. 
No, I mean, my, my point with this take though is is specifically at the at kind of like the lower levels um, for like most production knives. You know, at, at the high end level, you're going to get well finished CF unless yeah. it's some brands. Sure. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I think for the most in part, in like the the sub three hundred level, you know, I just I don't think I've ever seen good CF that I actually liked compared to good G ten at that level. Yeah, uh, I think I will disagree with you on one thing. Um, there was a uh, fuck Southern Grind Spider Monkey that I had in silver. Yes. That shit's in silver carbon Oof. fiber. That's fair. He, he, That's they fair. contoured the fuck out. That shit was busting. Yeah, that is the only exception that I cannot disagree with you on any other knife. <laughs> Yep. I, I no, still have I will, a I will agree with you on that one. Spider Monkey, fucking lovely. It's wonderful. Yeah. That has some Great incredibly knife. well done ergonomics. Yep, yep, yep. Very, very well done. Um, so, anyways, yeah, that's a uh, the warm take of the day. Um, let us move on. Uh, what are your What are your warm takes? Uh, do let us know in the email if you guys want to send us one. Fucking send us one. We got nothing better to do. Um, also, Crocs Master Race FRN's oh, good. <laughs> okay, um, so we have our main topic. We're going to try to keep this short as much as we can, um, but it, it does seem like a, a very deep-rooted issue uh, that uh, Merck suggested because he has been in the knife world for quite a long time, and uh, he he has seen it go through like its phases, uh, and we're we're all coming into that He's boomer phase old, of our life. As, uh, is what yeah, yeah we're, we're all getting kind of boomery. Um, so his, uh, his topic was, uh, is the trade world in for knives becoming more flipping focused um hashtag hustle culture uh and then we we also do have like quite a few things leading up to this so uh mark do you want to explain your your question and uh you know yeah absolutely so um i've been around and i i feel just so old saying this but i you know <laughs> i've been old. i know yeah. i've been the so i've been the head moderator at knife swap for 11 Holy years now shit Yo. Yeah, I know, right? It's pretty. You know, it's horrifying. kind of weird that I'm talking to you. Actually, we've probably interact. I, we've probably interacted. I've bought or sold some shit from you over the years, like before even. I guarantee together. you have. Because I used to be fairly guarantee active in it. Um, until PayPal taxes, you know, you know. Oh yeah. That that was a big yeah. loss. No. Yeah. Totally I've been moderating for half the period of time I've been alive. You've seen the rise and yes. fall of the Griptilian. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm I'm pretty okay that it fell. The uh, <laughs> you know <laughs> the, the Ritter That's grip fair. is like the one exemption, and I do actually have a like Benchmade Ritter grip, and it's a, well, it's a Benchmade Ritter grip blade in the titanium and wood inlaid gold class handles. Damn, really boys! Nice. Coming in yeah, hard with that. Holy fuck! That's, uh, that's very very good. Yeah. Other than that, though, I'm pretty okay about the fall of the Griptilian. I think the biggest fall we've seen, though, is the uh, the rise and fall of, you know, air quotes, hard use. Oh, shit. Jesus. Uh, oh, another... ZT hinder. <laughs> yeah. That was slightly before I went in. Same, yeah. Yeah. I, early shit, early on was the, the days of the $1,200 hinderers. Um, oh, that makes me fucking want to vomit. Yeah, it, it was bad. Um, no, so, you know, being being around the, you know, the knife world and, and being specifically around the uh, the secondary market, um, you know, I, I think I've seen a lot of ways that it's changed and moved. And one of the biggest things, especially lately, is this kind of hustle culture that's developed of, you know, uh, I, I was talking to one of the other moderators today where he's, you know, trying to do a trade with a guy and the guy is, you know, upset that the knife in question, which was a, a haptic, a hold haptic, Oh, Some of the screws didn't have a matching anno, and he was concerned that if he traded for it, he wouldn't be able to get a good price on the secondary. Excuse so, me? all he's really trying to do there flip was it. trade for a knife to flip it immediately. 
which I think has become a lot more common in the past yeah. few years. And yeah. I think there's a lot of things that have contributed to that that I know we're going we're gonna to touch on. Um, but that's kind of the, the genesis of where this is coming from is, you know, I early on, especially on the swap, you know, it was a smaller community. There was a lot more, I want to check this out, so I want to trade for it. And it was, ah, this is 150 bucks. that's too, like, whatever, this is probably close enough. Whereas now we see a lot of people that are, you know, trying to do, like, the, the one red paperclip thing and trade their way up and just spit profit everywhere. The thing is, yeah. when you do stuff like that, somewhere along the way, something gets fucked. Now, having said that, I have traded into some crazy fucking shit. I, I really have. Absolutely. When you were in there early, you got some nutso-fucking stuff. But that was not generally totally. the case. I lost a lot of money, especially early on. Um, at one point, I remember I got a really, really good deal on a Medford piece of shit. It was like one of his garbage shit ones. <laughs> it was fucking awful. But it was like 150 bucks, And it, it, oh, that yeah. was through... Uh, through I, th- I think discord it, it, but i was still very active in like the knife swap um i got it for that price so i went on knife swap and i was like no one wanted discord of course so i went on knife swap and i was like hey anybody want this for like what i paid and a flipper who i will not name um something to do with facial hair uh jumped on it i did not know he was a flipper at the time found out later he had sold it for like triple that and i got i was just trying yeah. to pass along a deal which i think a lot of people yeah who who frequent that subreddit at least used to do that you know if you get a good price i'll pass along somebody else gets a good price and then you have people like this coming along trying to just make money from people who either do not know or who are trying to be kind like i've seen vintage sabenzas go for like a hundred dollars and but they're worth you know 10 times yeah it's fucking ridiculous mm-hmm. it's it is pretty wild yeah it's um, it's it's a bummer to see too because i think there, there previously had been a lot of, you know, kind of good faith in, hey, you know, pass along the deal, pass along the deal. Yeah. Um, because, you know, it, within smaller communities and, you know, I'd like to think that the that this knife community, it's kind of a niche thing. So, you, yep. you know, you, you want to see that kind of positivity and friendliness, which I think is what makes it a fun place to be. You know, I wouldn't have been, you know, be here for 11 years if I had, you know, made friends and, you know, met some really cool people. But I think this doesn't necessarily you know this kind of idea of of aggressive flipping doesn't really contribute well to that culture yeah that's the thing as well i think um as the hobby grows like um you kind of find more people that get into it um and you know there's always going to be some people who are very disillusioned with what the hobby is at the end of the day they're they're tools right if you imagine like you're going to trade a people are starting to see um this is a thing we talked about as well people are starting to see um their knives more like shoes um yeah like uh, like sneaker culture sneakers yeah exactly like sneaker culture um and you have a lot of people saying like oh you know like i want to i want to sell this for a profit or like you know knives are not investments Um, if somewhere along the way i (laughs) I promise you if you're in this hobby long enough you will lose more money than you make i i promise you may be that motherfucker that gets a hype knife two days before the value tanks it happens and I, I think that's a, just kind of what you said there leads into one of, one of the first things is kind of how, where this has come about, you know, if we talk about, you know, manufacturers and kind of the contribution to what has created this. And I think a lot of that has come kind of from manufacturers to a degree when we look at it, you know, if we're talking about hype knives and things like that, you know, if we look back at the Holtz um, and the Spectre, I think that was one of the early ones, the Norseman, I mean, I even, even Hinderer. Uh, you know, you had 
a kind of artificial scarcity that drove secondary prices high. And I think what we see now is makers that can capitalize on that. So if we look at sprint runs. Oh, Spider Co. is. Jesus Christ. (laughs) They fucked the world up with that shit. Absolutely. And I I think that's that's a big contributor when you look at. You know, sprint yep. runs because it's, hey, we have this artificial scarcity of, you know, 500 with this blade steel, which as a manufacturer, I do understand sometimes, you know, it's a hard heat treat. Yeah, fine, whatever. But y- you do small batch and create that aggressive buying market where you get people that have the FOMO, yeah. for lack of a better term, of, okay, I got to get myself this. <laughs> River's Edge Cutlery exclusive avocado looking Cerakoted Manex 2, which I just want to say know, it's a Manex yeah, 2. At the end of the day, <laughs> yeah, it, that's that's all it is. Like you, you wouldn't see people do this for like a for like I don't know like hammers and shit. Like again, it's a I, actually and, you know I'm gonna anything, disagree with you. I think if you got enough hype around the hammer market, you could probably create some shit like this. <laughs> exactly right, but you need to get. But hype the only people so, that would like, be buying it would be people of, that don't actually need hammers. Exactly. exactly. The, the way I think about it is is the way you you see a knife as a tool. It's the same way how you're gonna you're gonna see like a hammer, right? Anything you can apply to to a knife, like preferably you'd be able to apply to a hammer as well. Um, they're they're tools. At the end of the day, they are tools. Um, and so if I told you like, hey, I have like a fucking if I I have a I have a, a limited edition hammer made by made by so and so. Like the wood is like impregnated with like his semen or something. And I knew you were gonna like, fucking, fucking say that. I knew it. God I saw it coming. No, just, no pun intended. The steel is like fucking like quenched in in whatever the blood of demons or whatever. Like that's all cool and good, but like at, at that point you're just keeping it for the novelty. You're not you're not using it as. A I tool. personally so, guarantee so that you could come to the EDC community though, frame that as like a battle hammer, and some motherfucker would buy it. Guaranteed. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Absolutely um, guaranteed. There's there's a thing that's been going around as well, which I'm I'm not really sure what's going on with it. It's called a hate stick. I don't know I'm if you guys know what. It. A hate stick. The hate stick. Hate stick. Yeah, like I fucking like I hate you. Like, but it's a, it's a stick. And oh so shit! I just found one on Arizona. It's a fucking the fuck? mace, These are right. <laughs> Why are they five hundred dollars? They're going because on uh, Arizona custom knives. I don't think this is a knife. I'm but, not gonna lie. Like. like I, I'm not this normally a mall ninja person, amazed. but this is this looks like it could beat the shit out of us. Like this is a weapon, explicitly. Yeah, this is you like could kill someone. This twenty-inch eight-fin hate stick with by hate stick manufacturing company. It is. It's a black head with belt mace. satin strike points. Yeah, this exactly. is for so, killing yes. people. Like, so again, what the fuck? oh, fun story. <laughs> no, I'm using right? this to open story, my I'm Amazon like, package. <laughs> f- fun story. My good friend Chrono uh, from Singapore as well. A wonderful fucking guy. Lovely dude. Um, my good friend Chrono found a guy on uh, the Singaporean EDC Facebook page who owns a hate stick. He paid like something like eight hundred dollars uh, to get it to Singapore. Um, and somehow this is allowed, but double act, uh, dual action OTFs are not. I would and much rather fight someone with a I, fucking OTF than this thing. Uh, Jesus Christ! This is like the, a fucking. It was on the this fucking, would work better. It was on the EDC Facebook page, so this is the same thing, right? Because <laughs> who the fuck is carrying this? Maze. All it, all they it keep is, the handle right? their asshole, and then it's... they just they grab it by the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. fins. Yeah, yeah. You gotta like flail it around. 
Yeah, so that's my that's my whole thing. Be, beyond a certain point, like, what's the difference? What what's the in between between a hammer, a knife, and a hate stick? Like, all, you have extreme ends where one's solely a tool and one's solely a novelty. I would argue if you have a handgun are... that functions for hunting, as well as killing people, that's probably in the middle. I don't know what else would be practicality yes, wise. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't know. Like uh, that, that's why like it comes back to this thing about like um, the same with shoes, right? Shoes, shoes are are meant to be worn. You know, like like slip, uh, almost like cross. Yeah, they, they have they have an inherent use Correct. to them. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. All these things, obviously, they they were designed with an inherent. The use hate to stick them. was not. The thing about I would love to see stick, someone though. open a package with a hate stick. I would <laughs> actually. Hey, pay money if you to buy watch. me one, I'll fucking do. I'll make it happen. I don't know how. If you want to drop five hundred dollars <laughs> to send me a tiny mace. We'll see. We'll see uh, well, we good luck. Uh, good luck. Good luck opening like a box full of puppies. Oh that. fuck! Why oh, would you say that shit? Oh, good god! Exactly, Jake. Oh, man, that's what are you gonna do? Up. What are you gonna do? <laughs> exactly. Good, good luck doing fucking anything with that. It's literally just it's it's a stick <laughs> a made to hurt stick. things. But yeah, I'm willing stick. to guess just to just to take us full circle on this. I'm guessing that they're sold out everywhere and that they have hype surrounding them and people that are. You know, uh, lining up with the FOMO of getting yeah, a Yeah, because stick. they probably make fucking one a week, too. and they sell it, and it covers their... I mean, it's probably one dude, and he's like, I can survive off of, yep. you know, $500,000 a week. To, Here you go. Here's two I, of them. Might I present hatestickmanufacturing.co. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is their um, Facebook. I found their website. Yes, they didn't have anything listed well. for sale. I've checked. Why is it oh uh, one? What the fuck does it matter what steel it is? <laughs> Hey man, it's why does got it matter really what steel your knife is in? Ooh, exactly. So we're coming full circle. Like I, I, I think. Okay, th- I'm, I'm gonna start adding this to my fucking like, like my vocabulary. It's just anything you can do with a knife. Like, I- imagine the, the extreme of that. Can you do it with a hammer or a hate stick? That's that's where I stand. <laughs> anything on, that I do with a knife, I can do with a hate stick. I just have to have enough time. Are you sure <laughs> yes. about that? So opening boxes, oh, no. yes. Getting my dog food bags open, yes. Food prep, hundred <laughs> percent. Cutting strings off of my shirt, I'll figure it out. Oh, good fucking luck with that one. <laughs> Starting a fire, go. I mean, to be fair, you could <laughs> batoning, go. Oh god. I mean, you're halfway. Th- you would need it for the the hitting part. I, you know, it's you know the part the easiest it. way to get a good string cut off your with shirt that, with this thing would be to threaten someone with it and be like, "You better cut this fucking string off my shirt." <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> good good luck shaving with that as well. Hate Just stick holding it MC at gmail dot com. Who the fuck thought this yeah, was a good idea them. for? It? Oh god! And well, again, though they're selling them for five hundred dollars, and clearly yeah, they're selling out because exactly. they got the so for, they have the hype. So for the price of of what is arguably a, a novelty weapon, right? You you could almost get a Sabenza. So if you're willing what, to wait eight years, where? Yeah, but why is it that us as knife guys like we find it we we find it reasonable to be spending like six seven hundred dollars for I don't know like a decent custom I don't think knife, it's reasonable. Right? I still do it. I said, oh well. <laughs> I don't think I'm not under the delusion that it's a good fucking idea. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely not. <laughs> but like for for a lot of people, I, I no guess like it, it almost seems kind. It, it seems kind of okay. Like it, it's it's within the realm of possibility, right? 
and then you you see something like oh this is very clearly like a weapon but that's how most of the public sees us like no, no matter how you dress it right no matter how how you dress a hate stick or like how how you dress a an automatic knife like the, the like thing the is Goku, though, uh, dessert warrior knives are, <laughs> are the oldest tool in existence they have a practical function for damn near everyone. i would argue the hate stick came before that <laughs> i i it's would actually agree with kai on this one the the club was here before the knife. Yeah, but was it? In, like but fucking... was it? But was it imbued with hate? Was it O one two O steel? But it was, was it not O one? I don't know. Steel, According to the Bible, know. something something Cain, something something Jawbone, something something hate stick. Oh God! Evil <laughs> across the jaw, some shit. I don't know, man. For some um, reason, this this all just anyways. reminded me of the Microtech stab straw. Like I don't. Oh the. Oh, oh my human the, Capri Sun yes. not, the, not the Jag Commando. The yeah, I, I thought of that one too. The twit, like that knife too. That's just for killing people, and no one's died by it's that fucking thing. So. Like, yeah. No. Again, they're, they're hundreds. No, it, it, of, or that one's damn near. I think a thousand dollars, maybe a little over. Thousand bucks. Yeah, no yeah. one's gonna fucking waste that to stab somebody. What the fuck? No. No, but I mean, again, it, it exists and it sells because there is the the artificial hype and. There are people that think that maybe you can uh, you can get it and flip it or, you know, The difference is else. flipping one of those fucking hate sticks, like the shipping on it's already going to be ridiculous. Oh, exactly. yeah, that's not fitting Fuck. in a small no. flat rate box. Exactly. So so you do have to kind of, you do, <laughs> I don't know, man, like, um, this comes back to the whole thing about, like, it doesn't matter how you, how you dress it, right? Like, at the end of the day, it literally is a tool. Like, well, if you're going to ship the hate stick, are you going to ship, like, Imagine if you would ship like a hammer, right? Like, it's basically the same thing. So, so why is it that we as people like we we've kind of evolved to a point where like within within you know like our cities or whatever like, for some reason it's 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 very weird to to carry uh obviously like I don't know a big hammer around, but it's fine to carry knives around, and we we have this like artificial scarcity around it. So you know I I think that's very very interesting. Um, and also like a lot of people are coming into the hobby. Uh, thinking it's okay to like this is basically a hype hobby, right? And then they end yeah. up being very turned off by it. Um, so I, I do find that very interesting. Um, yeah, I, so. I think I think that that hype is the the weird thing, and you know, kind of where where it comes from. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. I think it it's always gonna be like. Uh, it's always going to be a thing in our hobby. It's just how, how big of a thing do we want it to be? And, um, and how, you know, how are we contributing it? Or how are manufacturers contributing to it? Exactly. You know, because like, I, I think know, that's an important thing, too, about how the yeah. you know, community functions, which, like, you know, uh, sprint runs and, and limited releases yeah, are the things we, that kind of maximize it. We definitely contribute to it. Like, no, whether, whether it's knowingly or unknowingly, um, we, we kind of feed into it. Like, you know, just we're, we're voting with our wallets, right? Like, the more people oh, totally. buy... Yeah, like uh, for example, the Sleesh Bowie. The more people who bought who bought the the limited the, edition, the re-release, yeah, the re-release uh, M390, yeah, yeah, and then that also drove the the price of the regular Sleesh Bowie even uh, even further up. So again, it's all it's all um, it's all smokes and mirrors. That's all it is, really. Oh, totally. Yeah. So if you think about it that way, you know, you really have to think about like well if you like if you are you buying the knife because you really like the knife or because someone said like oh it's cool and like you you think you're gonna have a chance to to sell it again in the future so um i i do think that's a that's a very interesting uh thought point 
And lastly, before we, we leave off, I have a question um, that I think I was asking Merck before we started recording, but where does Nick Shabazz fit into all of this? Because <laughs> that dumb, I, okay, he... I fucking hate him so much for various okay, reasons. Okay, okay, hold on. I will I will jump in real quick. I, I have hung out with Nick Shabazz. He's a very he nice guy. He was not guy. nice in the personal interactions that Super I have with down many to earth. some of my friends. But... Um, oh, okay, well, I had a great interaction with him. That's, that's well, all I'm Well, that's saying. because you're a fucking lovable person. Um, that's um, I think I think Nick whether he I'm not saying he did it intentionally. I, again, I don't like him on a personal level, but on a professional level, I don't think he did it intentionally. But he has caused so many fucking price booms. Yes, he he is an influencer. Uh, he he has acknowledged this before, and also he um, he definitely manipulates the market to some extent. Manipulation unintentionally is still manipulation in my opinion oh definitely um yeah it's just like, god but like some people are more also... complex and sorry yeah oh I, I just gonna say also I, I think if it wasn't nick there would absolutely be someone oh for else. sure i'll, I'll, I'll just say i'll, I'll yeah. take as much as i have a personal issue with nick shabazz i'll take him over jim skelton any fucking day of the week Oh well, holy yeah. fuck, Jim! <laughs> I'm not even that one. Just fucking deal with that motherfucker, Jimothy. There's a lot to unpack there. Skelton. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jimothy Skelton. Um, <laughs> Jimothy Skelton's another big one. Metal Complex is another big one. Um, yep. You guys are all. You guys all. Con- uh, you guys all have some level of power, uh, whether you like it or not. Um, who elected you? I don't know, but that's okay. Um, not my influencer. But that's <laughs> not all my right. influencer. Um, <laughs> but but anyways oh um yeah just it it i mean they do have some level of control over the market and like what what are we as as consumers going to do like um i i do definitely respect their opinion i respect like uh any any knife guy's opinion but like you sometimes i think a lot of people don't oh, develop shit. enough enough like enough thought about um quick interjection about like Nick's you know views one. are not yep. great on youtube anymore he has 150,000 oh, no. subscribers he's hitting like 5,000 views 1,000 views 7,000 views so oh, no. holy shit what i think is pretty crazy about that too is 150,000 is like that's a pretty low subscriber count all things considered yeah and c- compared to other things yeah 100%. compared to oh, you know, uh, yeah but in the nice world like that's video like a game youtubers amount. Oh yeah, it's just crazy how small it is in the grand scheme of things. Oh, it's minuscule. Exactly. Like you, you realize like this is not like, his full time job. There, at 150,000 subscribers. Yeah. No. Relax. We have a very niche hobby, and we have very niche YouTubers that that talk <laughs> about this niche hobby. Like, re- re- settle down. There, we're not, we're not like, <laughs> we're not, uh, we're not like sneakerheads or anything. But like, no. y- you really do sometimes have to realize like we are a very, very small percentage of like the human population. Oh, um, very much so. And even more so with, like, expendable income. So, like, we do have to kind of think about it. Like, we really aren't that big in the grand scheme of things. And, like, these companies are, like, their goal is to make money, you know. And so your opinion doesn't matter regarding these things. It's just learn to think for yourself on, on what you believe is, is a good product and not because someone else is. So, um, Oh, totally. Yeah, this is why I firmly believe uh, some people shouldn't be allowed to vote because, uh, for example, <laughs> Vex um, firmly believes the uh, the CRK Sabenza is a uh, perfection, and uh, I I firmly believe he should not be voting. But that's just my <laughs> personal opinion. You're free to vote with your wallet however you want. Um, Vex is the type of motherfucker to, to go for like a presidential election <laughs> and vote for himself. Sorry, yeah. Vex. Vex the kind of mother- yeah, you're right. 
I mean, I would assume that everyone would vote for themselves in a presidential election, but that's just me thinking that. Oh, definitely not. Definitely (laughs) not. I'd make a shitty president. I'm I'm also also not old enough to be president. You're not old enough. You're going to be 35 in America. Oh, yeah. Which is fucked. Hey, Uh, I'm I'm almost there, kind of. Hey, let's go. I'd vote for you, man. He's a... Lukewarm president. That's just horrifying. Can't wait for it. Nice Oh, yeah. Hey, if I become president, the the hype drive for the Oz Roosevelt is just going to be that much higher. <laughs> I look forward to selling mine for $15,000. It's just going to be me. <laughs> going to use some presidential influence. You, you to wouldn't finally, even have to you know, say anything about it. You could just be seen with it in your pocket at a press photo, and it would just fucking skyrocket. Yeah, I mean, I, I already have five, and I, I would love you to get a six. Five. So. I, I am the problem in this, but but How? again, because all I want to carry is shit that doesn't rust. I, so the Roosevelt is my most carried knife. I track my you knives know. every day for what I've carried done for the past two years. Yeah. I don't see how you afford five. You're in a much better financial situation. I have never I paid secondary. I haven't either. Never paid secondary. I traded oh, into well, the okay. first. <laughs> and then yeah. I was like, I like this oh, one better. No. I'll get this one. But I even <laughs> in the, oh, man, I don't fucking, I don't know. Jesus Christ. He's got that expendable income. I mean, our, also, 11, <laughs> 11 years in the hobby. It, I mean, you, my collection is pretty Oh, I, I, I've, I think I've seen part of it yeah. before, yeah. Probably have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very impressive. Collection. All right, guys. Anyways, thank you so much for joining us, Merck. Uh, we really appreciate it. Yeah, thank it. you. Hey, always, always a blast to you be here. You can permanently replace Vex. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Oh, thank right. you. I mean, his ghost often... inhabits my body. That sounds yeah, extremely how unpleasant. Often Vex's soul just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> another another win for CRK. <laughs> Sorry, I just slipped out. Oh, okay, that's a good place to end the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed the episode. A little bit of a longer one today uh, because we we've been away for quite quite a bit. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the topics we talked about. Um, if you guys want to contact us or uh, join our Discord, stuff like that, feel free to shoot us an email at behindtheedgepod behind at gmail.com. Behindtheedgepod. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, he, he has it fucking memorized. I should have had him do it. It's been 20 <laughs> fucking episodes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, behindtheedgepod at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to contact us there. Shoot us an email don't or whatever. Feel free to tell Merck he's right. give he's us wrong. money on Patreon. Uh, don't do it. Mean? We don't get don't, it. Yeah, do Stop. not give us money on Patreon Some motherfucker's still we, doing we it. We do not do it. We, we do not do anything with it. We do uh, not have access to it. Stop. Yeah, we, we no longer have access to our Patreon. Uh, feel free to keep a conversation going with us, though. We appreciate it. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed Thanks, the episode. Uh, we will hopefully catch you guys in a week or two. Um, we'll see how things are. And uh, we hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Uh, take care. Thanks we, for listening. We love you all. You fucking morons. <laughs> Every time. <laughs>